You're listening to the Sweet Empowerment Podcast with Kristen Brown, where we attract and create healthy relationships by applying practical ideas, universal truths, and life-changing inspiration. Let's go have some fun together. Hello and welcome everyone. The motivation for this episode on the Sweet Empowerment Podcast is because I was commenting on a post on somebody's Facebook page, something they had said, and after I sent it out, I thought, hmm, I hope this person doesn't misinterpret what I'm saying. Because it was said in my heart, it was said with love, and it was truly aimed at helping this person get clarity on a situation. And thank God for those little emojis we can add because I added the double pink heart emoji. Like I'm saying this with love. It worked out okay. She ended up responding with something that was obviously not a misinterpretation about what I was saying, but it motivated me to record this podcast because this is something that I see over and over and over and over and over and over again in the world just through talking with friends, through talking with clients. It's happened to me where people misinterpret things that I am saying or believe I have some type of sinister motive behind what I am saying. And these type of misinterpretations always lead to some type of drama. So I've listed five things that I believe are the most powerful ways to stop misinterpreting other people's words that will lead to further drama. Now, most everything that I talk about in this podcast, as you guys know, it's about taking radical responsibility for our side of the equation. We can't ever control another human being. Allow that to sink in. It's something that's very difficult sometimes for people to break through when the ego is screaming at them. We think we know better. We think that we can change them. We don't understand why they don't know better. This should be common knowledge. Everybody gets this. Well, the truth is that that's not true. Not everybody gets everything. Remember, we are often seeing the world through our perception, through our lens, through our experiences, through our wisdom, through things that we have been through in life, and frankly, other people have other things that they have been through in life. So our lens of the world is not always going to be the same. And what you might believe is a slam dunk, that everybody should know this, it's not necessarily true. Just knowing that little tidbit of information will help you in better, cleaner communication with people, because just knowing that they may not know, or they may be seeing you through some type of lens is going to help you to see the bigger, broader picture of your relationship with this person and the relationship with people in the world in general. So with that being said, I'm going to start with number one, which is to ask questions. Oh gosh, you guys know me. I'm always with the phone. Um, Okay, so it's to ask questions. It is to clarify what it is you believe your person is saying. Now, since I've adopted this some, gosh, I don't even know, has to be 15, 20 years ago 
when I read The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, one of the four agreements is to never assume. Well, out of the four agreements, there was really only two that I needed to work on, and one was assumptions. I was. I was assuming left and right in my life. Maybe it caused drama. Maybe it didn't. For me, I was a recovering doormat and people pleaser, so it often didn't cause drama with the other person because I didn't take it to the other person. But it caused drama inside of my heart, inside of my spirit, because I was assuming what they had said was something that was not cool, or it was unkind, or it was mean, or it meant I didn't matter, whatever the case may be. I was processing it through some type of lower lens, lower self lens, or through my ego, through my fear. And so it would build up resentment or things like that inside of me and that wasn't good for anybody involved. So the number one thing is to first ask questions. Mostly, mostly people like when we ask questions because people do want to talk about themselves. They want to talk about their feelings and their thoughts and for the majority of time people will be willing to clarify. However, there's a little caveat here Because sometimes people will get upset when we ask them questions. And I'm here to tell you that for the most part, for the most part, people who don't like to answer questions are usually hiding something from themselves or from you. Let's start with from themselves. It's difficult for some people in life to get radically honest about things that are happening in their life, maybe things they should be doing or could be doing differently, maybe things that they know are true but they're ignoring because they're afraid to take the empowered steps in that direction, or maybe it's because they're hiding something from you. And when you ask a question, you are lasering in on that thing that they might be hiding. Now, I'm not saying this to instill fear in your heart if your person is not jumping to answer the questions that you're asking, doesn't always mean that they are hiding something. Like, Like I said, it could be mostly the reason why. However, it could be that maybe they are not well versed in sharing their heart. If they grew up in a family where there wasn't a lot of open conversation happening, this could feel very awkward for them. This could feel like intrusive to them. I've been in that situation with somebody in my life where I would ask questions for clarity and this person just would like almost shimmer and shake. Like they were like, what what is this? Why are you getting so up in my head? Why are you trying to? Well, truth be known is that I was practicing not assuming. And what I was assuming was not a positive thing. And before I took myself down some fearful track or feeling like I was slighted or hurt in some way, I wanted to clarify because I trusted the person's character to not be like that. And I wanted to be sure that I was getting the right interpretation of what they were saying. There's another possibility that can happen, which leads me into point number two, is that people might think you're being sarcastic. Unfortunately, today, common phrases have been turned into sarcastic phrases. And in person, we have tone. 
which we can, and we have looks on our faces, we have expressions. So oftentimes in person, those type of questions can be interpreted differently because there's tone and expressions that go along with it. But sometimes people believe we're being sarcastic and they might fire back at us because we're going to touch something inside of them since they're assuming that we are being sarcastic. So let's say the question like, what do you mean? If someone sends you a text and you respond back with, what do you mean? They might, it might sound like, what do you mean? Do you see what I'm saying? So it can be misinterpreted. You might want to say something like, that could be a little bit more clear, like, I'm, I'm not really understanding what you're saying. Could you clarify more? Do you see what I'm saying? That's over a text because a lot of times people are going to misinterpret our text. I mean, okay, I'm just going to go off a little bit here because the new pop culture thing that's going on is people aren't using periods and any sort of punctuation in sentences in their texting. And it's, it can be kind of weird because everything's one big run-on sentence. It's hard to read them. I mean, my older kids are texting like that now and, and my youngest daughter. And I'm like, what is this? I remember the first time I used a period with my son. I'm a freaking writer. I use, I try to use, I try to do the best I can to use great punctuation because I'm a writer. Plus, I'm 53 years old. I mean, this is how I text. Well, this was a couple of years ago that this happened. And he said something, well, I thought you were mad at me, mom, because you used a period. And I was like, uh, what? <laughs> what is this? I, was, I had no idea this was even a thing. And so as time went on, I said, okay, I needed to send out a clarity text with everybody saying, guys, I use punctuation. It means nothing. Please trust my tone and volume. Please trust who I am and don't make some sort of drama out of something that I'm saying. Or clarify. Ask a question. So... It is important that we clarify that we're not being sarcastic. I will do that via text to people if I have a question. I'm not sure if what do you mean is a great example, but you'll know as you're going through your life that a, you know you might say something back and, and the person might take it as, as sarcastic or it could be potentially taken as sarcastic because it's a sentence that, that's got misconstrued and used in a sarcastic way over time. With that being said, I will ask somebody a question and I'll put in parentheses, not being sarcastic, I, I don't understand or I'm trying to clarify more. And usually because people know me, they're like, oh, okay. And they respond back and I get an amazing answer and it clarifies and, and we're good to go. So it's important to understand that someone might perceive you as being sarcastic even if you're not. Also, I'm going to say that I'm not a big, huge fan of sarcasm. A little bit of sarcasm in a joking manner about things in life or just fun things. But when we're sarcastic to each other, there's usually an underlying biting tone to that. There's usually some truth in sarcasm. There's most often truth in sarcasm. So, you know, be careful of when you use your sarcasm. Make sure it's well-placed in the right arena, in the right people, in the right circumstances. Because if you are someone that is generally sarcastic then it's, it's, it's actually can be a passive aggressive thing. And people feel that energy. They feel that odge that's connected to that. And it doesn't feel good on the receiving end. So it's going to inhibit clear communication if you're someone that's just sarcastic all the time to try to get your point across. I want to invite you to use better, clearer words 
to get your point across, that it's not biting to the other person because we can always be honest with what we are saying and use really great words to bring that forth. The third thing is to stay centered. Now, when we know that there's a potential that we are misinterpreting something, that might get our heart rate up. That might make us angry. It could it could pique our emotions. It could make us start to vibrate a little bit inside. We're like, I don't really like what this person said. I'm just going to say, slow your roll. Slow it, slow it, slow it. Calm down. It's not the time to get upset right now. Sure, it could turn into that. Sure, it could be something nasty. There might be some emotion wrapped up in it. But how about stay centered? If you're not sure what the person meant, just get calm. Stay centered. Clarify. What do you mean by this? A centered person is going to have better hearing, which means better interpretation. When you are centered and you're not allowing yourself to jump into the crazy zone of emotion, not saying you're crazy at all. What I'm saying is that hyper emotional response to just one thing that the person said, you're keeping yourself in a neutral position so that you can interpret their words and meaning better. Now, this doesn't mean you might always like what they have to say. My husband and I have had some really radically honest conversations with each other and some things bite. They do. But when we stay centered in that, just to hear the truth and to really seek to understand what that person is trying to convey, that's love. That's truly caring about the other person's heart. Okay? We may not always like what we hear. It's, you know, but if we're going to go off on some tangent about it, take it personally, make it about us, kick and scream and, and cause drama about it, then we're never going to heal and grow in our relationships. So staying centered is the third part. Number four is stop assuming that you already know what they mean. You could be right or you could be wrong. I know for me, I absolutely love when people clarify what I mean. Please clarify. If anybody has a question about something that I said, I tell you guys all the time on these episodes, feel free to reach out to me. Feel free to send me an email if this brings up questions because I want you to understand my meaning. Now, this does not mean you have to agree with anything I say. You are your own authority. You get to filter things through your soul and your spirit and your wisdom and your inner knowing and your intuition. I'm not your authority. However, if a question comes up for you and you're like, oh, I'm not really sure what she meant by that, or that sounded a little rough, or I'm interpreting it this way, stop assuming you know not just with me. I'm not, I don't mean to make this about me. I'm just saying stop, assume what you know because you may be right or you may be wrong. I have found so much freedom in my life by getting clarity around what people are saying. The drama in my life right now is next to nil. Now that's probably also because I have universe has, I will say, that as I was healing and growing and I had dramatic people in my life, very ego-connected people that were living as victims 
in their life and not living in light and not trying to grow and to heal and to see things in a better way and to be truthful with themselves, those people tended to cause a lot of drama in my life. And as I was healing and growing, naturally those people fell out of my life and have I have now this beautiful community of people that are seekers as well and that want to heal and grow with me. Not at the same pace. We're all at different levels at all times. But they're people that I feel like I can be honest with and that can be honest with me. So I don't like to assume. I ask questions and a lot of them. And those people understand that I do ask questions because I'm trying to understand. Now, the point about you may be right or you may be wrong. You may be right. You assumed that the person meant this and then you clarified a little bit more and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that's what I thought, cool, and you're done. Or you may be wrong and the person's like, well, no, I didn't mean that I would be there at nine o'clock. I meant that I was leaving at nine o'clock and it, it takes me 30 minutes to get there. You see what I'm saying? You're like, oh, because if you think they're supposed to be here at nine o'clock and they aren't here at nine o'clock, you're going to start to get upset maybe. I won't put that on you because I don't know you personally. You potentially could get upset that that person wasn't there when if you read back through the text exchange, it wasn't stated that way. I will be there at nine. It was stating, yeah, nine sounds good or something like that that didn't quite give you the same feel. I'm not sure if that's a good example either. I'm trying to come up with these off the top of my head right now. So stop assuming. You may be right. You may be wrong. Get clarity on it. Figure it out. The fourth thing is to get clear, 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 clear. What do I mean by that? I mean volley back and forth with your person. I'm a huge communicator. Always have been. I remember my 20s always writing in people's uh, wedding cards, like if they've just got married, writing communicate, 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 communicate. I remember doing that in my early 20s. It's just communication to me is key to for so many reasons. Healing reasons, not having drama reasons, um, understanding completely reasons so you know where you're at and you, you can respond in a way that is for your highest good. So many reasons. But sometimes one response back to you is not going to cut it. You're going to have more questions. You're still not going to understand. Or maybe your person isn't super articulate, so you're not quite understanding what they're meaning. I've had that in my life too. Again, we project who we are. So I would project that everybody's words were perfectly thought about, placed, and amazing. Where there had a couple people in my life, and I did not realize this until my mom said this to me one day. She said, honey, I'm not as articulate as you. And this was after I was taking things she was saying wrong. And I was like, oh. Then I, I was like, well, right, maybe she just doesn't know how to word what she's trying to say. And then when I adopted that new belief that sometimes people don't know how to say things effectively, that freed up so much of my heart and mind space too in my life because I was like, oh, okay, let's just get really, really clear on what this person is saying. And giving them the space to say it. Because sometimes people are like, I don't know how to word this. I don't know how to say this. And we want to fill in the blanks for them. Don't do that. Just let them finish. You know, you can maybe help them with a word if you think you know what they're saying. Allow them to get clear. Ask more questions and volley back and forth so that you have the utmost of clarity. 
And the fifth and last thing is to be mindful of your tone and volume when you are getting clarity. This should probably stand on its own. I guess you're all smart in here. You're all amazing little cutie pies. And I know that that your secrets or else you wouldn't be here. You, If you didn't want to know these things, you wouldn't be here, which also tells me that you've got a pretty good intuition about you, a pretty good inner, inner knowing going on and probably some wisdom that's happening inside of you. You are a grower. So this probably needs to go without a big explanation, tone and volume. You want What you bring to the table is what you often will get back. If we don't understand something, we don't want to say something like, I don't get what you mean. You're not making sense. You're acting crazy. We, we don't want to say things like that to the person. We want to say, hmm, I'm a little confused right now. Can you please clarify that a little bit? Or is there a different way you can say that? Because I'm just not, it's not sinking in. I'm not really understanding what you're saying. And you have a nice tone and a nice volume. And that gives the person the playground to play with you. It gives them the space to go, okay. And then then they can speak and share what they have to feel. And you go back and forth. And and then you get clarity. Because by you remaining calm, by you walking the straight line, that's going to provide a space. It's going to start out the exchange in a very calm way. And hopefully your person will meet you at that. Now, if your person doesn't meet you at that and they go a little sideways, this doesn't mean you need to go sideways. I used to do that a lot. If someone went sideways, I went sideways with them. They raised their voice. I raised my voice louder. I mean, that was the old shtick. That's what my protocol was, not knowing any better. Now I do my very best. I'm not saying I'm 100% because I never really am 100% at anything, but I do my best to remain calm while this person might be having a little dramatic episode with their tone and volume. I just kind of, okay, all right, and I listen. Now, if it's disrespectful or it's hard to listen to, like they're screaming, I don't respect, I don't put up with that. I make sure that I set a boundary with that and, and request that they tone it down or restate what I was, this is just a question. I'm just trying to to get clarity because I know communication is key. So you guys see what I'm saying. It's really just about holding your end is maintaining peace in your piece of the equation, is really being an example of how you want this conversation to go. And I've noticed that people really don't like when they yell either. They they, they feel a lot of shame for it afterwards. They, they don't like it. So by you staying calm, you're actually it's actually an energetic invitation to them to get calm with you. And once they see that you are ears open, you're paying attention, you're not interrupting, you really want to know what they have to say, oftentimes people get calmer in those type of exchanges because maybe there's a point in their life where they were never heard unless they raised their voice. Again, we don't know the experiences of the person that we're dealing with because they've gone through a lot of different stuff than we have, even if they're siblings. I always disclaim that because the way my brothers and I interpreted stories from our past, some are the same and some are really different. It's very strange in my life when I figured that out. It was like, wow, how uncanny that we could grow up in the same household with the same family members and have completely different experiences. And the last and final thing that I just want to add is to always respond with respect. Always respond with respect. It's a little bit different than tone and volume. It's about being careful about the words you use. It's about, you know, 
providing that safe space for for you and your person, whoever it might be, a boss, a family member, a coworker, a parent, a sibling, a child. It's providing a safe space for that person to communicate with you in so that they know that they're being respected and often they're going to reflect that same respect back to us. All right, everybody. I hope you got a lot from this episode today. It was super fun to record. And hey, if you have any questions or you need any clarity, feel free to email me at hello at kristenbrown.org. Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, brown, like the color, dot org. Send me a little note. I would love to hear from you. And also, I would super love if you guys are enjoying this and enjoying all the interviews that I've been doing. Man, I have a list of interview people. Oh my gosh, that lineup is amazing. You guys are going to love this. So stay tuned for that. Don't forget to subscribe yet if you haven't. But also jump over to iTunes and please leave me a five-star rating, which is clicking the five stars and leaving me a review. I would love to to read your review on this podcast. All right, you guys, so much love to you. And remember, you matter.